Hello, product innovators. Today, we learn how to sell a new consumer product on TikTok from a 20-year PPC marketing expert. This is the Product Startup Podcast, a show to learn from top leaders in hardware product development, prototyping, manufacturing, product selling, and everything in between. Hosted by Kevin Macko, the leading expert on product development for hardware startups. Welcome back, everyone. Today, I'm very excited to introduce Nikki Lindegren to the show. Nikki is the founder and managing partner at Pennock, a PPC digital advertising agency specifically for consumer product brands. She has managed hundreds of product sales campaigns online with over $20 million in ad spend per year. Today, Nikki is going to share some valuable knowledge for inventor startups and small manufacturers on the types of content ads to use on TikTok for selling hardware products, how to use a new TikTok store, best practice in the effectiveness of ads, and the structure of specific content in those ads so that you can sell big. Now, on to the episode. This show is produced by Mako Design, the original firm providing end-to-end consumer product development services tailored specifically to hardware startups, small manufacturers, and inventors. Take your product from idea to store shelves at MakoDesign.com. Now, on to the episode. Nikki, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Kevin. We're looking forward to talking to you today about selling a new hardware product on TikTok. TikTok obviously has blown up. It's a big platform all around the world, not just for teen dances anymore. It is for all topics and it is a massive, massive platform. It's also an incredible platform to get notoriety and get eyeballs onto new inventions, new product ideas, new products that are coming to market. So it's particularly relevant for the listeners that are developing, designing the next hottest, latest new consumer product. There's a lot of different ways that you can utilize various platforms. And today, we're going to be talking about TikTok with an expert that's worked with millions of dollars of ad spend, countless amounts of brand, hundreds of products on advertising across a variety of platforms, but is definitely an expert when it comes to TikTok and selling direct to consumers on the TikTok platform. Before we get into all of that, Nikki, just give us a bit of a history of how you got to be the success story that you are today. Yeah, absolutely. So I started in marketing really right out of college. I worked in-house and agency side in the fashion and lifestyle space. I was working for Pottery Barn, World Market here in the San Francisco Bay Area. And all that experience kind of led me to be one of the first team members on the e-commerce store for World Market. So that was just a huge success story and lots of opportunities to get exposed to different parts of digital that I wasn't getting at Pottery Barn. All that led me to be agency side, some time in-house again, and finally just crafting our own agency. I think I had enough experience working on both sides to really understand what emerging brands were looking for. And so we built our own shop four years ago. We're very small. There's just 10 full-time employees. And we're really dedicated to helping our brands grow on their e-commerce platform first and foremost. But we're doing a lot on Amazon in like Walmart Wayfair ads these days as well. Most recently, obviously, TikTok has been a huge win for us and the emergence of TikTok shops, which I believe is like a month and a half old at this point in US, has also really opened a lot of new doors for us in terms of how to mix media onto TikTok. All right on. Great history. And I'm really excited to learn today about, and let's start big picture. Let's start looking at it to understand like what TikTok is as a platform and how does it apply to a hardware startup? And then what are some of the options within the platform to start moving product, making sales, building brand recognition, using TikTok to actually grow a new hardware brand? 
Yeah, I think the first thing people brand side should be thinking about is the type of assets that they have available. So when we're talking about any paid media platform these days, but particularly paid, we really need something that is platform endemic. And so having assets that are really lo-fi, really kind of shot on phones is what we're looking for when we think about TikTok and also user-generated content, creator content. So if the brand we're working with and the hardware product is not really big in those lanes, we would maybe think about building the plan of getting this creator-led content out first organically on TikTok before loading ads there. But I think that's one thing we've helped a couple brands with is get onto the platform when they don't have assets that really apply to the platform. So the first thing is really understanding the type of audience you're targeting there to make sure you're producing assets that are going to be engaging before anything else. That's interesting and powerful for a hardware startup too, because it's relatively cheap and easy to do user-generated content. The type of content that we're talking about here for TikTok is something that you as the inventor, as the founder can do yourself. There's a ton of different things that you could do. You can do works throughout the development process. You could do works on what you're doing with the factory. You could do just talking about your product and some of the benefits or some of the pain points that it's helping solve or some of the opportunities it's creating for some of your startups. And there's dozens of other things you can talk about. But the important thing to note what, about what Nikki is saying here, especially on the TikTok platform, you don't need fancy creative marketing budgets in order to have great content that performs well on the TikTok platform. A hundred percent. And I would say the less fancy the assets look, kind of the better they'll perform. So I think that that is favorable for people who are a little nervous about going out there with lower five productions. It's it's the perfect mix. The emergence of shop, though, is really where we're seeing a lot of benefits there. So it's really easy for a brand that, to set up a shop on TikTok. There's like toggling a couple buttons, especially if you're on Shopify. It's like a one click and you're off to the races. Once the shop is enabled, we can then produce ads or run ads rather that point to the shop. So the consumer doesn't even have to leave the TikTok environment to convert. And what we see when we do this is usually a 20% lift in return on ad spend or a 20 to 30% reduction in customer acquisition costs. So the idea of not only just the young consumer, but any consumer wanting to stay on TikTok to complete their purchase is huge. And we do see similar trends on other platforms like Meta Shops will perform similarly in terms of lift. But it just kind of speaks to the way consumers are shopping. Like if they don't have to go to your e-commerce website these days, um, they're happy not to. That's powerful. It's amazing that you're seeing those kind of results. And the nice thing about everybody listening to the podcast right now is that this is a fairly new platform. So you're probably ahead of most of your competitors. Or if you've got a truly innovative hardware product, you're probably far advanced of, let's say, alternative buying options mm -hmm. for your particular product. Either way, why not start to at least understand a little bit about the opportunities of this platform, research it, get to know it to see if it might be a good fit for you, especially because this is an early adopter scenario. Exactly. So talk to us a bit more about the ads and some of the tracking metrics. I know that on lots of different platforms, you have ways to really understand return on ad spend that leads to A-B testing and all these other great tools and tricks that you can use to optimize your ads and perform well. Do you see a lot of those similar tools on TikTok? And especially if you're buying through the platform, that to me has a great deal of transparency all the way from the initial engagement through to the actual purchase, being able to see different types of content, how well they perform. Yeah. And the interesting thing about paid these days in general, and it's not just TikTok again, um, this is a little bit more of a broad statement, is 
The platforms and machine learning behind it is doing such a great job of helping us target these days. So once we put into the platform, our objective is a sale and we we'll want that sale to occur directly on TikTok shop. Most of the weight that ad manager or a company is going to be working on is the creative itself. So when we think then through how do we measure this on the platform, we're going to first be looking at things related to engagement, right? So how many seconds of your ad are they watching? Uh, generally speaking, it's still just three seconds, which hardly counts, right? Wow. But leading with a really interesting beginning to captivate the audience to watch longer is going to be key. But now once you start to build the ads and get them to watch a couple seconds, you now have the capabilities to remarket to people who just watched one, two, three, five seconds of your ad. So you're setting this level of remembrance and brand recall and product recall within the TikTok ecosystem, which is great. So as we're setting stuff up, we think about like kind of the overall full funnel of what one can expect on TikTok. So we're starting with that engagement. And then we're trying to drive the second touch point to be that conversion, whether it's on TikTok shop or on the e-commerce store. That's great. Now, for somebody who's just starting out on the platform, has a new single product. So this is a one SKU brand. They've got their new invention. They're producing it. They now want to gain some sales. What do you look at in terms of the number of pieces of ad content that they should be relaying versus organic? I mean, what would be like a reasonable starter platform based off content on the TikTok platform that they could at least at that point be comfortable they've got a starter version of getting their ads out there reasonably professionally so that they can actually take a decent shot at using that platform to drive serious sales. Yeah. So the number of assets is going to depend a little bit on the budget size. So minimum daily spend on TikTok is tiny. It's just $20 a day. If you're only spending you know, very minimally to get going, you just need a couple of assets. When the budgets are going to be 500, a couple thousand a day, you're probably going to want, I would say, seven plus assets. But here's the key. The assets should be distinctly unique in the variety of video you're producing, just so you have a clear winner, right? Brands that have more creative assets available to them are going to want to mix different hooks and different selling points so that a couple different cuts of ads can be made into 20 variations. So that's how the big players are doing it. But if we're talking about just dipping our toes in to see if it works, I would say four to seven assets and having them all be as different from one another as possible so the brand can really start to evaluate what angles are working and then move in that direction. Can you break down what the structure of the ideal ad looks like, the different types of ads? You mentioned the hook. Talk a bit about that, the three-second rule, all these sorts of things that can allow somebody at home to essentially create their own version of an ad that is structured properly for TikTok. Yeah, that's a great question. So I think when we're looking at the structure, we want to lead with something compelling. So having that hook up front of, you know, being first to market in this innovation space or whatever it is, is going to be the biggest lead. Then the middle of the video is going to be whatever your unique selling proposition could be. It could be us versus them, like what's on the market today versus this new innovation. It could be ways in which it makes your life better, but just some unique selling proposition that is important to the business. This could even be the founder, the inventor had a, an issue that he or she was solving. And, you know, so it can be a little bit mission led to it doesn't just have to be, um, you know, a real USP, so to speak. Then the end is going to be an offer, hopefully. So if we can offer them a discount or anything of that sense, like that's going to be the best way to end the video. 
But then there are the cards and the pop-ups that we can put on our TikTok ads too. So you can always have that omnipresence in the ad experience, whatever that offer is. So we don't have to wait till the end of the video for the consumer to see the offer. And what's the typical length of these videos? They can vary. Um, so what you'll find today, at least, and you know, TikTok ads platform is changing all the time, but an ad cannot be longer than 60 seconds. So if you have an ad that is longer than 60 seconds that you want to push live, you just have to push organically first and then pick it up as a Spark ad. Most of the ads we're seeing success with these days, and we're running TikTok ads for about 30 different brands, uh, are ads that are about... 25 to 40 seconds in length. Uh, so it is some sort of educational hook to really draw the consumer in. That being said, the watch time is still significantly lower. That's great. So much good nuggets of like clear, actionable insight here. Are there any last tips that you want to give hardware startups for their TikTok marketing planning? Yeah, I think uh, startups that have product that are ready to kind of put in creators' hands, TikTok now has the creator content area of the platform. So you can go out and use their platform to source creators to get UGC from. The other final tip I would leave would be related to Spark ads in general. So I did mention that if you have a longer video, you have to first load as uh, organic TikTok and then pick it up as an ad. Similar, if you're working with a creator, you're going to want to spark from their creator account rather than your own because then it has that co-branding experience that feels a little bit more native to the consumer. Lots of great actionable nuggets there. Can you just talk a bit about what you guys do at Panoc and where people can learn more? Yeah, absolutely. So Panoc is a paid media agency. We're helping consumer product brands figure out how best to spend and utilize their marketing dollars, so their advertiser do dollars. We primarily show up managing ads on TikTok, Meta, Google, and Programmatic, but really any pay-to-play placement, we're helping our brands figure out how to get there and whether or not it's going to be a good fit for them for their ultimate business objective, whether that's a CAC or a ROAS, MER. We're really coming into it from a scientific perspective to help the business grow. Super helpful stuff, especially for new and emerging brands that may not know all of the ins and outs. I mean, we talked about a lot of things today on the show, but of course, there's so much that goes into the details of doing it well. So if you're just starting out and you're on a limited budget, learn about this and try and experiment with it yourself. But if you want to take it more seriously and you want to scale, then that's where you need to bring in the pros more than likely and build out the, that multiple asset, multiple hook strategy, A-B testing, all of these things, figuring out across different platforms what works best, and then really finding out where your best return on ad spend comes from, doing more of that while you continue to find new channels and verticals and all the rest to really scale a great product and getting in front of eyeballs. I mean, that's what it's all about. You've got to get in front of people who are targeted that, that may want your product and hope Welcome in, sell them on why your product is so great, and then make that conversion at the end of the day. So Nikki, much appreciated for all your words of wisdom today. As always, I will put the links below to your company in the chat. So if anyone wants to link through, you can just pop below. Nikki, thanks again. Appreciate all your help today. And we will talk again soon. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much, Kevin. Thanks and take care. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Product Startup Podcast. If you found some value in the show, please do us a huge favor and hit the like button and subscribe. If you have any questions, guest suggestions, or anything else, feel free to reach out to us anytime at our email, podcast at macodesign.com. This show is hosted by Kevin Mako. 
North America's leading expert on product development for hardware startups. And the podcast is produced by Maca Design, the original firm providing end-to-end consumer product development services tailored specifically to hardware startups, small manufacturers, and inventors. Take your product from idea to store shelves at macodesign.com. That's M-A-K-O design.com. Thanks for joining and see you again soon.